Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Daily Drop of the Morning Show with the Teach Better team where we are live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. It is Monday, December 13th. And if we were normal, regular human beings, we'd be telling you, this is our last week of Daily Drop-In before people go on winter break. But don't worry, we're doing this all winter break long. So it is just the middle of December and we have a lot to celebrate. We have a new theme this week. We have a good news article. It is holidays and birthdays that we are going to be celebrating this morning. So go fill up your coffee and let's get started on this killer Monday. Morning, everyone. It's Monday, December 13th, and we are getting started for a killer week. Mr. Jeff Gargas, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. You're about the killer this morning. Like, it's a killer Monday, killer week. Like, well, you know, I just feel like you got Ray woke up out for blood this week. Yeah, no, but you know, you gotta like get excited for the week. I think a lot of educators are in their last week. They really need the energy. And sometimes, even when you don't have it, if you talk like you have the energy, it comes to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is yeah. Lots of conversations with educators that are just like just crawl into the finish line of this this half of the year, just trying to get there. So just just keep crawling. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna right. get there. I mean, and truly, I think we're gonna get there. It'll be fine. A lot of people are either in their last week or they have like mm-hmm. a week and a half, and maybe they go on break like yeah. the twenty third, but. Most schools that I've talked to have at least either a week or a week and a half left, and then they're on a winter break for, you know, about a week or two weeks, depending on where you live. So we are excited for all of you to get some rest, but we're also very excited for a lot of you to be able to have a wonderful next, like, last few moments of time with students in the 2021 school year. Yeah. And we're going, are we taking daily dropping all the way up to when's our last daily dropping? Are we there going on the no... 24th or just 20 to the 23rd? Okay, so I so let's clarify. There is no last daily drop-in. We're here. Well, for I meant I meant until we take like I'm sorry, that's not that was a bad way of phrasing that. When are we doing daily drop-in? Are we taking a day off at all next week? I guess no, that's how I should ask it. Legitimately, I went through the calendar and was trying to find a day off because you know, I I don't know. I'd love to not wake up. And I was looking and looking, and just as a spoiler alert. Christmas is on a weekend, and so is New Year's Day. So, so we're good all week long. Jokes on me, friends. We're here. We're here. Woo! Yeah. So, all week long. so is next next Friday is Christmas Eve, huh? Yeah. So here's how we did it. So, so you and Brad, are you going to start tracking Santa like that morning with Brad? Is that well? I was originally. I think we were not going to do daily dropping on the twenty fourth, and then something happened where I was on a Zoom call with Brad Hughes, and Brad Hughes would have been that Friday that was canceled. Mm-hmm. And he got this little quiver in his lip. We can't cancel like, Brad. He was like, please, 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 can we still have daily dropping on the 24th? And I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So Look, we're doing it. Truth is, like, not everyone celebrates Christmas. So, like, that's not necessarily a day for a lot of people. So my my only argument, and this is actually maybe a spoiler alert. So sorry for those of you who I'm spoiling details bright and early in the morning. But Jeff and I like to do that. Um, originally, we were thinking... When a holiday falls on a weekend, businesses take off either like 
the mm. Friday yeah. before, the Monday after. The problem is Brad Hughes felt offended that we were going to cancel his morning show. So we had to do it. And then the next week, spoiler alert, we're actually changing up daily drop in the week of it. The week of the 27th through the 31st, between Christmas and New Year's, we're actually doing a brand new series that is taking over the time of daily drop-in for five whole days, where we are building a grid with all different subject areas. So it's it's just crazy. We actually officially just booked our last guest on for Ooh. that week, because we specifically handpicked guests that were eager to build grids with us. So it's going to be really fun. Did that week. Did we just announce that, or has that already been announced somewhere that I just missed it? announced i'm pretty sure oh, like, nice there you yeah. go for watching or listening to daily dropping yeah i love it i mean who could so, get mad about it i can only think of like 12 people that will be upset that we spoiled that 12 that seems like a lot <laughs> well you know yeah, well, yeah. i'm not mad well good morning to joe and andrea uh so good to see you commenting this morning i will say like for the build a grid series we've done this in the past jeff if you remember we did a build a grid last series. summer Last I think it was did, spring. Right? I think oh, it was spring. Spring. spring okay. And our mindset was last time we went live once a week. Chad went live once a week with all different types of education, yeah, yeah, yeah. like PE, elementary writing, math. Like, and what they did is they truly took an hour and they like started the the beginner workings of constructing a grid, yeah. which is kind of cool. This time we're doing it a little bit more condensed. We're doing it in a week, so we're going like five days to be able to do this. And it's a whole variety. We have elementary and high school and middle school, all different subject areas. Um, that agenda, I assume, will be out. So for those of you who are really interested in like specifically building a writing grid or specifically building mm -hmm. a reading grid, we already have those days planned. So um, you can kind of like tune in as needed. But then all that saved in the Teach Better Academy. So if you guys want to see the last build a grid sessions we did, that's in the Academy. And so yeah, we'll just so kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's going to be fun. Speaking of the Academy, Jeff, not to, like, I do want to hear about your weekend, but don't we have something going on in the Academy this week? I mean, there's courses and stuff, usually. Right? Isn't there courses in the Academy? Isn't online, there, like, self-paced online courses, PD for teachers? Uh, the yes, they what you're talking about? Yeah, but isn't there, like, a, a new one this week? Like, it's the middle of December? There is a new one coming out on Wednesday, right? Wednesday? Are we are we not talking about that? Is oh, that... Do we want to talk about that? Uh, I'm just sure. saying it's like I mean it's a brand new course. I'm pretty sure you're the author, and I can tell you for sure. Looking at the people, at least in the comments right now, I know some of these people are going to want to take it. Yeah, there's a new course coming on Wednesday, and yes, I I was the one who got to lead it, um, meaning that you have to hear my voice through the whole thing, which I don't could be a sales pitch or not. There, I don't know. Um, are we talking about this? Are we actually sharing like what it's about and stuff? Is that what we're doing right now? Do it, Andrea. Like, I don't know the rules. You're sharing stuff you're not supposed to be sharing. I don't. Saying, I don't want to get in trouble. All I'm Andrea's saying, here. It's Monday morning, and Andrea's here, and Andrea runs our academy, and she's still commenting, cheering you on. So, so she I can go for it. All right. So the course is called Increasing Your Impact. Uh, what? She writing a book to share your story. I was gonna say it backwards. Writing a book to share your story, um, which kind of spurred from we wanted to. We want to share some thoughts on like how do you prepare and get into writing a book because um, so many people want to. That's such a great way. And then I saw that as a, an opportunity to combine it with what I talk about a lot, which is increasing your impact through sharing, whether that through social media, blogging, speaking, whatever, and writing a book. Um, so this was a fun course put together. Honestly, it kind of challenged me because I had to think back. I'm like, how do you write a book? 
Like, we wrote you, one. Like, we wrote like, one. You yes. did this before. How did you do this? And I'm like, so I talked to some people and stuff and got ideas and, and went through like, hey, what was your process? How did you go through? What were the hiccups? Um, and so I was able to. So it was fun. It was it was a good good time. Uh, Olivia Chan gets a nice shout out. Um, I think I mentioned Dave Schmidt in there. I mentioned you and Adam in there as well. Uh, so, but it's 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 a fun course. We kind of walk through from the reasons why you might want to consider writing a book. And obviously, like if you take the course, you may have already decided I'm going to write a book, but there are a lot of reasons why you might be writing a book. I might want to write a book. And then we go through, I'm trying to remember the course now, uh, walk through like why you might want to write a book. How do you figure out like, what do I write? What am I going to write? Like, what should I write about? And then how should I write? What's, what's my writing voice? And then into how do I get ready to write? How do I start writing? How do I organize it? How do I set a schedule? And then we could dive into, we even dive in a little bit into publishing. So what are the different types of publishing options you have, pros and cons? What to uh, what to look for, what to be aware of when it comes to contracts, how to get ready to pitch a book, go through a lot of it. So, I think I think depending on regardless of where you're at in the process, if you're thinking about that, like I think you'll find a place in the course to pick up and run with. Um, even if you've already decided you're going to write a write a book and you don't need that part, like you can pick up for the rest of it and stuff. So, I think it'll work well. So. Well, Jeff, what I love about our academy courses is it really is organic. Like our audience mentions that they're looking for facilitated professional development on a topic mm -hmm. and we're able to do it. You, I know, and a few other members of our team get a lot of questions and get to meet with educators that have some of these dreams and pursuits. And so to be able to kind of put it all together, wrap it up in a bow and say, hey, from beginning to end, this is all the knowledge we have on this process, especially knowing a lot of publishers. We know a lot of people that have published mm -hmm. books in the past. Obviously, we've published books. Kind of gives a, a fun little lens to be able to talk shop. And even if you're not sure if you want to write a book, I will tell you the section where you try and determine or try to decide what you want to write about is a really powerful activity in and of itself for any type of sharing or writing. So I'm excited that you go through all this, Jeff, and I can't believe it comes out on Wednesday. I think honestly, most of this up to like the first half of this course, like whether you write a book or just think about maybe blogging or sharing your work that way, or even creating videos and for that sense, still work podcasts and any of that stuff, any kind of creative work where you're going to share your, your passions, your thoughts, your ideas. I thought that still works. You can just put it into the context of a podcast, a blog or whatever. So right. It'll anyway. be really fun. I'm super stoked. I'm uh, for those of you who are not members of our academy, obviously you can go do that. That's just at teachbetteracademy.com. There's like, I don't even know how to talk about the academy anymore because there's so much in there. But essentially, there are so many free courses. There are so many full courses that are more of a, a deep dive. And there seems to be a course that comes out on the third week of every month. So you guys definitely, you know, continue to check that out. And big shout out to Andrea. Andrea is a member of our team that does facilitate so much in our ambassador program, but has recently over the last six months taken over mm -hmm. our academy and she has made these courses come to life every single month. I love that you say it seems to be a new course every 30 days as if it's not completely orchestrated and planned and demanded by Andrea. Okay, when I say seems, I mean that, yes, every single month on the third week, Andrea is demanding <laughs> that a course is published, and yes, she makes it happen. So. Yes. Yeah. Lots of good yeah. courses coming up, too, in the next couple of months. Well, isn't that kind of fun? Like, our audience mm -hmm. is constantly giving us feedback, and so we do have, like, January, February, March kind of drafted already. They're in the inner workings of getting some, some stuff yeah. done. I'm really excited. I think this course is special because it's for educators to share their voice. I heard mm -hmm. a rumor 
that the next course might be a little bit more like leadership admin focused. I heard the course after that is a little more, um, well, I've heard just the author is really cool. So I don't know. I just it's gonna be fun. I was not talking about myself. I was talking about somebody else. Oh my gosh, we are, um, we're off topic. I don't know. What we, were we ever on top? I think, I think we, well, we started on topic. You did say this was daily dropping. So we were on topic for yeah. that moment there. Um, I, I just want to know about your weekend, Jeff. Like we're, I know we're 13 minutes in, but like, how are you? I like right. your shirt. We, we had a good weekend. Thank you. Um, kids had good soccer games this weekend. Um, I fixed my lights that I put up Christmas lights, brand new strings of lights across our roof. And about six days after I put them up, one they all went out. And I'm like, really? And so I was able to get up there and figure it out it was just one string. And I was able to replace it. So we'll see how it goes now. But we had some crazy wind here. Um, not obviously, you know, much worse in, in places like Kentucky and stuff that were devastated by tornadoes and stuff. But um, we had a lot. We had wind here. It was, it was, you know, messing things up outside and whatnot. So we were dealing with some of that this weekend. But we had a good weekend. We took a like a super lazy day yesterday, just kind of laying around at one moment. We were all, all um, four of us were on the, the couch and the dog was on and our cat being punked that he is would not come to the couch to complete the family. He just sat on the table looking at us like, what are you weirdos doing? So, uh, Oh, this moment, this was adorable, but it was, it probably shouldn't have been as funny for about no joke, 20 to 25 minutes. My dog is in the kitchen. And we're all in the living room and he wants to come, but our cat is, he's just laying down in between us and the, the dog. And the dog is just scared to death of the cat for some reason and just sat there. Amy was taking pictures of it. And he's just like, his tail's walking. He's like kind of bouncing back and forth. And the cat literally just not moving, like just laying, probably would have done anything. But this poor dog is terrified of this little cat who doesn't even have front claws. Um, I was going to say, Mittens is not like a terrifying animal. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, Buster's not a, a big dog, but he's still three times the size of Mittens. Um, but um, it was pretty funny. We had to eventually go pick the cat up because the dog was terrified. So that was my Sunday. That was the excitement of our Sunday right there. And the Browns won. So. I love Lazy Sundays. That's awesome. And the Browns one, that's mm. a win-win. I do want to give a special note to all of our friends who may have experienced bad weather. Um, nice. As many of you know, um, we obviously are here to support you as educators, but also as people. And we've we've mentioned it before, but we just want to emphasize: if you need anything, if there's any way that we can help you um, as we head into bad weather, crazy seasons, please just know that we are here. I don't know what that looks like or or anything, but but truly, the Teach Better team is here not to not only brainstorm with you about educational things, but of course, if you need something. We'd love to be able to help. So if you know somebody in need or you yourself are in need, please send us a quick message. We'd love to uh, be a part of whatever we can to help you in any way. Yes. Um, How was your also, weekend? Uh, what? How was your weekend? You always ask me. I feel like I don't always like ask you back. Well, you don't I'm, care about I'm me rude. as much as I, I care know. I, I'm very rude. Yeah, you don't care about me as much as I care about you. So I understand. Um, no, I had a good weekend. I, I here. had kind of a lazier, I didn't have a lazy Sunday, I had a lazy Saturday. Okay. Um, I feel like Saturday is the day I typically try and unplug you, you from tend the to world. work on Sunday. I did work on Sunday. You usually, you do, and you normally take your Saturday, and then you, I think, I think that you take your Saturday, then you like feel some sort of weird guilt, and you have to work on Sunday as if any of us care if you didn't work Sunday too. 
No, no, no. But here's my theory. Like if let's, okay, first of all, let's assume you are planning on doing some sort of work Saturday or Sunday. Like I know that some people don't, I'm in no way saying you should, but if you intend to do an hour or two hours of work between Saturday and Sunday, choosing the day, my theory is I've gone through all week. I want to take Saturday off hardcore, like nothing. And then Sunday you're like prepping for the week, you know, like I don't understand See, people like take off Saturday, take off Sunday and then continue Saturday. Then Saturday becomes stressful. See, I took, I, I put in a couple hours on Saturday because my theory is if I get it done Saturday earlier, then I had the rest of Saturday and all Sunday versus you're no, starting your week earlier. I am starting my, I'm starting my weekend earlier than you because I'm starting my weekend Saturday and you're putting in work on Saturday. Anyway, moving on. You know what? We're going to go with like hashtag race Jewish and our day of rest is Friday night to Saturday. So I went. Okay, moving on. So I will say Saturday, I went to go see Christmas lights at the Morton Arboretum, which by the way, is this like secret that everybody knew about except for me. So shame on all. What's it called? It's called the Morton Arboretum and it is in Lyle, Illinois. See, okay. I didn't know about it either. And you're in Ohio. I'm in Illinois. Yeah, I'm not in and Illinois. So. It is like this massive christmas light extravaganza i don't even mm. know how to describe it all that i sounds will tell you, all i will tell you is that i saw more lights you, you drive through oh no you walk oh you walk through it okay and it's like miles and when i say miles it may only be one but it felt like miles and <laughs> there's lights and and colors and music and hot chocolate it's amazing yeah that sounds amazing it was amazing. So oh I had like, Lyle. I've I been to Lyle. Well, you need to come back because you need to go to the Morton Arboretum. I had like 15 sweaters on and boots and gloves and all the things. Is, who did you go with? Uh, just a friend from, a, from a friend. Bloomington that came to visit. Gotcha. To I will tell you guys, I love Christmas lights. I like Christmas lights too. I love Christmas lights. So we've been waiting. Our neighbors across the street have, a full show like that goes to the music and stuff and we have people parking all the time and we love it because we can we are just close enough where we put our radio next to our window it picks up the the radio channel the frequency so we can watch it from our light from our from our window so for the first couple of days they put it up we typically turn the lights off and we have dance parties then we get over it but they haven't set it up yet because it's just been a rough year for them and i'm like guys it's not christmas until you guys get this thing down so they have it like almost all set up yesterday so this week might be the week. They might get it right before Christmas. See, these are all exciting things, exciting news. And I know we are supposed to get into the show, but can I just give a little shout out? More exciting news. My sister is coming home. I know. That's awesome. Like, tell me about that. Like, I'll just tell you that I was checking my phone because Andrea texted me and I know she's in the comments. I think she thought, I thought we were in trouble. So I wanted to check. It, we're not in trouble yet. We're good. I'm looking at the Mort. What is it called? The Morton. The Morton Arboretum. M O R T O N. And so it's it's essentially like a, a huge. Well, it's an arboretum. Trees. Obviously. Yeah, it's the trees. It's it's like walking past. It's a gorgeous space, but they light the whole thing. So cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm. So you can do the do the commercial thing. This is awesome. I'm watching a video now. Wait, commercial thing. What are you talking about? We were going to talk about my sister coming. Oh, in. let's talk about your sister. You do that. I'm going to look at yeah. lights. You can't. We're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm back. This is why Jeff Gargas can't have nice things, friends. <laughs> he doesn't understand. Listen, for how long have we been doing daily dropping? Too long. I'm sorry. A few weeks. No, a few weeks. You, neither one of those is right. 
Okay, um, August been, 1st. August 1st. So four months, give or take, three, four, whatever. Like, I've been trying every Monday to get kicked off, and it's not working, so I don't know what else to do. I'm going to just start exploring Google while we're on here. Maybe that'll do saying, it. The production team at the Teach Better team actually has enough in our budget where we could be at an, a studio and have a in-house audience and have all these cameras and lights set up. It'd be great, but Jeff won't let it happen because Jeff just wants to sip his coffee and mess with his Is coffee. that true? She says we have we have a budget. If we have, <laughs> you guys are all paid. Then why are you sitting around and eat, eating donuts and drinking coffee? Why don't you make me look better? It's I not wish, working. I, I just, wish we had that. I, we're live. But I'm, what? Oh, hey, uh, production team over there. Sorry. Yeah, I, team, I team. Lots of people. I won't lie. Trusses and stuff. I've talked to Brad. I just want somebody who, when I'm out of coffee, I can be like. <laughs> <laughs> you just have like a word you say, and you don't have to do anything. Just come in like the hand well, like creeps in and. So I have a I have a table in front of me and I will put my coffee down obviously so I don't have to hold it the whole time or I could put it here but whatever. So if you um, put it down with two taps, yeah, it means then it's like empty. They, fill it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you could have a a light guy, a sound guy. <clears throat> I mean, we could go all out here, bro. We probably have a light guy. There's a light guy holding there. There's a guy pulling the boom mic right here. Yeah, you probably by guy I mean stand, but still like. Do we have to be in the same room for this though? Because I do envision like us together on awkward stools where our butts hurt. You know what I'm saying? I would love we we I have a goal that we are gonna do a daily drop in, um, or at least a live of some sort where we're on a like a like a set like we're doing TV. Sounds terrible. To be great, you know, how, like in the front, like they have like the cool display, and it's like usually has like the Wait. the news channel like numbers in front. We're just gonna have green hearts. But we're never together, so how would this happen? Well, we're going to fix that part first, Ray. I haven't got it all figured out yet. You're moving to Illinois? Yeah, we're going to go to the uh, Illumination Tree Light. In Mortem Arboretum. Tree Lights at the Mortem Arboretum. We're going to we're gonna go goal. there. This is my goal in life, but I want you to be, instead of Regis and Kelly Lee, oh. I'm, I want to be, or Kathy Lee, I want it to be um, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly, you know? Ryan and Kevin. Can I be Michael Strahan instead? No. He's so cool. I love that he is dude. Cool. He was not the best on that show, though. Yeah, but he's a fun time. He happens to be decent at football, too. Also, I think Kelly Ripa is like the prettiest woman on the planet. So if I get to like fake be Kelly Ripa, I'd go blonde for her. I'd make it. Whoa, okay. But what does that mean? Like if I got her to tweet out, go blonde, Ray, you'd go blonde? If Kelly Ripa told me specifically to do anything, she my answer would be yes. Like, if she was like, Ray, cook a turkey, I'd be like, right now, putting the turkey Ray's going to be really upset when she realizes I have a connection to Kelly Ripa and I can get you, her to tweet out to go blonde. You, you do not. Okay, also, I we've don't, done nothing. We've done nothing this show. It is 22 minutes in. What are you yeah, doing? You know what? Everyone seems to like this better than the normal junk we do, so let's just keep this up. Whoa. December 13th, <laughs> and we are changing Daily Drop-In? Oh, my goodness. Production team's on board. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's do something like, um, I don't know, good news. Do you want to do good news stuff, or do you want to do – Yeah, we should do good news because there's some birthdays that I think people are either going to care about or, like, really I mean, not care about. You I, mean, know what Joe's, I mean, Joe's here. Is there any other good news that we really need? I mean, life? I don't think it's Joe's birthday. That's the only thing. I don't know. Every day is Joe's birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. We'll be right back. <laughs> Now a company
competition going on in the chat of what things Ray would do if Kelly Ripa asked. <laughs> they want to know if I would eat pork. Eat pork for it. And they want to know if I would go blonde. I want you all to know. Ooh, I would love to know all the things we want Ray to do. What you do we want Kelly to ask? In there. Well, we're not saying we're going to do that. I need to figure out if I'm, am I, am I connected to Kelly Ripa on? You are not connected to Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Not happening. Okay, so Ooh, since okay, I'm fawner now, so I'm I have the connection now, so now I have the the avenue in which to to reach out. So are you like, oh, I have enough followers that Kelly will tweet at me? No, 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 not you even remotely close. Can we talk about though? You do have a lot of followers on Twitter, and I just don't get it. Why do people like you? I don't it's not that. I, it's not that many. It's How not many one. She's got one. She's got one point four million. One point four million is epic, but for real, I have one point four. Like. Uh, one and not quite a half. What? People. How many? One point four people. No, for me. real. There's okay. Joe. Joe follows me, and then Dave's the point four. I'm looking you up. You have thirty one point three. That's a lot. It's not one point four million. It's not because you're not Kelly Ripa. Have you seen that's, her? That's that's a good point. Like you're you're pretty good looking, but you're not nearly as good looking as Kelly Ripa. Let's just no. That's that's pretty sure. All right, so uh, Joe, Joe, it's on, brother. I love it. What is he saying? Go ahead. Dave and I are going to make a list on on Wednesday during Brain Break of all the stuff we're going to try and get ready to do. Here's the thing, Joe. There are a few other people in the world that are not Kelly Ripa that I know that if they tweet things out to Ray, she might consider doing them too, and they're not as hard to get to as Kelly Ripa. Guys, this one time, Kim Bearden texted me, and I peed my pants. I just want you to know. I'm pretty sure I can get Kim Bearden to tell you to go blonde. I would consider it for Kim Bearden too. This is terrible. I should tell you these things. I do love you, Kim Bearden. You're my favorite educator of all of all the world. There's a chance I can get Carly Spina to make it happen. Like, oh, Carly! I was just with her on Tuesday. I don't think this is as hard as people think. Okay, maybe my fangirl nature is not in a healthy spot right now. Is that what you're I think we should do something where, like, we raise money for a good cause, and if we raise enough, Ray goes blonde. Guys, I want to clarify, we're not messing with this gorgeous head of hair. It's not happening. But it is National Ice Cream Day. That's Ooh, that's fun, too. National Ice Cream Day is exciting. Uh, it's also a uh, focus on Maltese freedom of their independent country. It's Malta Republic Day. Oh, It Malta is Day. World Hot Chocolate Day, National Cocoa Day. So, so you should have a bowl of ice cream with some hot cocoa. Absolutely. And mix lot. them. They're delicious. It is National Horse Day, so while you're mixing your hot cocoa and your ice cream, you could be riding or petting a horse. Um, it's also National Salesperson Day. Why is that a thing? Why is National Salesperson Day? Uh, because salespeople are people too. You know what? I'm just saying Andrea's child, Luke, obviously knows that today is the most important day of all time because he already asked for ice cream for breakfast, so just saying. Yeah, it's true. National Violin Day and also U.S. National Guard birthday, which is a birthday that I'm sure we're all going to care about. The other birthday that either you're going to go 50-50 on, either you're going to care a lot or not care a lot, it is Taylor Swift's birthday today. Just don't know. So Taylor Swift shares her birthday with the National Guard? Apparently, yes. No, that's, well, happy birthday to the National Guard. Happy birthday Taylor Swift too, but yeah, speaking of Taylor Swift, um, so I'm scrolling TikTok the other day. And because I do that more than I should. Um, and one comes across is from a concert she did like last year or whatever. Apparently, this isn't a new thing. I don't follow, I'm not a 
Swifty or whatever they call them, but like maybe you should. her new, like she does a new version of um, Never Getting Bad Together, where okay. it's like total rock version, and I'm like, who's this? Do like, you not know? Do you not know that she just redid all of her music? Who are yes, you? I, her yes, I, I know that she did that, and but. Do you see that I see Shannon Shannon, yeah. is here? But that, that version, like, I'm like, I didn't know she could, she, like, she's rocking a little bit. I'm wondering if she's going to go a little more rock. Are all the new versions that way? They're not all that way, are they? No, but, like, they No, because she redid, because she redid them all the same way so that you would buy that instead of the old ones. There's also a 10-minute a version of a song that people really like. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting scenario. She was able to get everyone to buy all the songs again. Okay, we're moving on from this because this is very controversial, Jeff. You need to be a Swifty. Get on board. No, 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 no. It's no. She's freaking brilliant. I'm a. I'm a. I'm not like a. I don't follow her and obsess over her, but I'm a fan. Here is our good news for oh, the day. Says Jeff Gargas. Chad, I want you to know I've been on track from the beginning, and so if you see shenanigans going on 29 minutes in, and we haven't talked about anything substantial. That's not me. I'm trying to get this guy on board. Chad will inform you that he and I have not been on track since day one of this whole thing. So, <laughs> Okay. I like this good news article because, as you guys know, I love Christmas lights. And this one, you just you can't not ex like talk about this stuff. It's so cool. So an elderly couple living in the UK's darkest village lights up the sky with a huge Christmas tree that they themselves planted in 1978. So this tree uh, was planted by an elderly couple a long time ago. And as it's grown and grown and grown, they have filled it with Christmas lights year to year. It is now, they said, uh, over 50 feet tall. They light it all the way from bottom to top. And um, it is a huge celebration for them. Um, it is officially 43 years old. The tree itself is 43 years old. And it's in a small, small village that does not even have a stoplight. Spoiler alert. So it's dark is what they So dark because there's just no, there's no city lights there. Yeah. So they say there's no city lights, city lights. It's a very uh, small little town, but this tree gets lit every single year. And then they do like a firework show and stuff. It's got, yeah. It's, it's got to be like a big celebration and stuff at this point. Right. I mean, huge celebration. The fact that the, that the couple was able to plant the tree though, and they've watched it grow year to year cool. and it's become the tree of the town is very, very cool. That's cool. So definitely go check that out. It's a beautiful tree, all in yellow lights. So cute. Yellow lights. Very cute. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. You know, we do have a new theme this week, Jeff, that we probably should touch on before the end. And then obviously we should touch on what our week looks like. We already spoiled what three weeks from now looks like. Not this week, not the following week, but the week after. That's the Build the Grid series that, you know. I think that's only two weeks from now. Well, it's not next this week, week is next week is a week from now, and then it's the following week. So that's two weeks from now. Whatever you say, boss. I just, just would prefer not to lie to people. That's all. Okay, this week has a theme. The following week will have a theme, and then the week after that, Chadrashowski is Bill McGrit. So we should go over this week theme before we go over that theme. This week, not four weeks from now, but this week. Okay, we'll be right back. My people, I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's what's stuff off. down there. Oh, hey, we're here. We're here. Here, hey, welcome back. This is 
I feel like I can't even do a proper intro because we've been so off track. But we are back with Daily Drop, and we're live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. It stresses me out every time. Every <laughs> Me too, because I have to think of how I've said it before and say, say it differently. Um, so this week's theme is Universal Design Learning. Yeah. UDL for the cool kids, um, which is something that we we talk about a lot and we do a lot within our training and stuff. Um, Chad does a lot of training on it. Um, we have a lot of good friends that do a lot of training on stuff too. Um, Anything. I, I don't even know where to take this because I'm like, where do we go into? There's so much that goes into UDL. But anything with differentiation is good yeah, to like talk about. And I think differentiation, depending on how you teach, can be sometimes really challenging. It can seem like another thing. And so if we can spend a week talking about how to make sure you're oh, it's, adapting and supporting all your learners, that's a good week to me. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask, can I ask, can I ask you that? Can I just ask you that question? Like how are you adapted to all of your learning? How did you set your, your classroom up, your environment up, everything up to adapt to the very and very different needs of of your students. I know you were in a, you did a, a mastery based classroom. Kids were always like all over the place. You had seating, all sorts of different types of seating stuff. So like, how did you create and set things up so that regardless of each student and their different needs or different, like the, the, the modality that they prefer to learn and all that type of stuff, like how did you set your classroom up to adapt to that? So that didn't become, cause that could become like what nightmares are made of. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know I what I mean? Like, yes. I do. And I, and I, you know, it's interesting because every teacher is going to have a different story of how they have continued to be better and better and better at reaching all their learners and differentiating and providing different supports. I'm excited all week to hear everyone's perspective because depending on the type of educator you are, the type of classroom you facilitate, this looks very different. And for me, you know, I was kind of cheating. I used the grid method. So it was kind of yeah. easy to put in some of those adaptations for students, modifications and differentiated modalities. But for me, I think it has to do with giving the teacher the time to actually make those supports possible because there's a million different supports to be able to, to reach your learners and every single student need something a little bit different or especially year to year your classroom looks different so when you're able to find the time to really dig in get to know your learners yeah. differentiation itself isn't that tricky it's just knowing how to differentiate that would best support them and so whether it's getting time so you can conference and really talk to your students offering different supports to explore the content like having an article being read to you, learning in a video, getting one-on-one -on -one coaching. I mean, all these different supports are so big. I see Chad jumping in here. Yeah. Um, as well. That's a topic he cares a lot about. Chad says, UDL, for me, design and learning for the, for the edges of the spectrum instead of the middle and being okay uh, with what is helpful for one student can be helpful for all. Yeah. You know, for me, Jeff, this really also depends on what you teach. Um, it was always so incredibly helpful as a student myself with an IEP that I, when I wasn't um, required to consume information the same way as everybody else, like reading a book and trying to consume that information was always really challenging for me. Mm -hmm. And so depending on what you're testing, it may be appropriate, depending on what you're trying to teach your student, it may be appropriate to have an audio version or use some sort of other means to learn the content. So it's, it's interesting as we talk about UDL, it's going to, can continue to consider a lot of different factors, but hopefully the mindset this week can be 
for educators to truly reflect on what is my goal in this lesson? And if my goal is really strategic, and I know exactly where I'm trying to get my students, then how we get there can look different. And we don't have to feel strange that we all have to get there the same way. We can actually use different means to get the same end result, it's, which it's, is what we'll be talking about. It's creating an environment that allows the different, the different learning paths to happen um, and to seamlessly happen. So interesting. Yeah. I think educators like, more than ever, especially with technology, are constantly differentiating and especially and modifying for students based on what they need, where they're walking in at, what their background knowledge is. It'll be cool with our guests this week to kind of dive into their specific strategies mm -hmm. on how they make that happen day to day. Because depending on how you teach, I won't lie, like I'm not trying to, you know, whatever, but depending on how you teach, sometimes this is harder than other methods. Like the grid method to me was the easiest way for me to differentiate the most for students because that framework provided me so much structure that yeah. I was able to add in different supports that all students could benefit from versus when I was teaching in a more traditional model, it felt like I was planning three different lesson plans that I was layering on top of it, top of each other. And then I had to do it every single day. And that was, it was really hard to find the time to do it, I guess. So hopefully mm. there'll be tips and tricks. I like it. Yeah. Good week. So this is a week I did not look at who's coming on this week. I have no idea who's coming on. Well, we can highlight that. You want to get like, into like, yeah, can we share? Cause I, I don't, I have no, I literally have, I mean, I know Brad's on Friday and that's it. We have some great people this week. Just can we talk about that? Yeah. All right, friends, we have a lot of new guests coming on this week. And I do see Lori's uh, question in the chat, which we're going to get to in a second. I'm sure Chad sees that too. Maybe we'll be able to comment on that as we move throughout our show. But we're going to get to that in a second. This week, we have a ton of familiar faces and a new face joining our show. So make sure Ooh, that you a new face every single day this week. Yeah, a new face. Isn't that good? Yeah. Let's... yeah. So Chris <laughs> is joining us tomorrow. Chris will be a new face. Uh, Chris's last name is, I, I really need to ask Chris how to pronounce their last name, but Jagasaya. I'm, I'm excited to have Chris on. Uh, that'll be a new face in our community. So I'm excited for you to learn with them. Then on Wednesday, this is not a new face. We have referred to her book numerous times in the last week. Monica Burns is joining us and Monica Ooh, Burns Monica. is going to be able to add a really interesting perspective to UDL because a lot of Monica's training on differentiation really comes with the, the support of technology. So she's mm -hmm. going to be able to provide a lot of different insights. For those of you who may not be aware of Monica Burns, she was one of the books that we recommended last week as we were talking about technology. Her book, Ed Tech Essentials with ASCD, was something that we were able to highlight as a resource last week. So kind of cool that she's joining us this week. Yeah. We are then heading into Thursday. Thursday may get even better with the one and only queen of serendipity with Allison Epsi. Allison is... Oh, that's me too. What do you mean that's you too? Isn't it, don't I get to go live with Allison? Yeah, why is that? I don't know, because I'm special. Wait, I'm not on Daily Drop-In on the 16th? Okay, can I tell you? I'm not trying to sound weird, but just a complaint. <laughs> can I complain for two seconds? Mm -hmm. I was looking at my calendar and I had the whole day blocked off, but it, but it didn't say why in my calendar I had the whole day blocked off. So I, this weekend deleted it. Cause I was like, 
I don't know why this is here. It must have been an error. Now that I'm looking that you were scheduled on the 16th, I think I have something going on that day and I don't know why. You should probably figure that out. Wait, but for real, I have no idea. You know, I don't know and I don't care. Guys, if you are scheduled with me on something on the Thursday, will you let me know? <laughs> Whoever has an all-day meeting with Ray on Thursday, please let her know. Yeah, can someone tell me, like, am I supposed to be at your school? Am I traveling? Is somebody, like, have a really long meeting? I wonder if you had a hold there for something that maybe ended up getting a different date or something. Because sometimes that happens, and you were thinking ahead and, and planning. I just remember you telling me that I was going to be live with Allison. I didn't know it was this week, but. Yeah, so just to clarify, it was important enough that I took the full day off for no meetings and I don't have daily drop-ins. So that means it's something huge. Yeah, it's so important that she doesn't remember who you are. No, I, but I really want to. I'm, I'm guessing you thought you were going to have to be driving or traveling or something probably. That that would make sense, but I don't have anything on my calendar that caused me. Anyway, if you want to see me on Thursday, apparently I'm available because Jeff Gargas is going live for two <laughs> And then, of course, so, Friday, we have Brad Hughes. So, yep, apparently you're doing Daily Drop-In twice this I week. love it. I'm excited about that. Should be great. That's going to be fun. Can't wait. Can't I mean, wait. I it would have made more sense for me to take off a different day because my sister's not even in town on the 16th yet. So, I'm going to be, like, twiddling my thumbs in the comments. Like, <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Um, can we really quick address Lori's comment? Because even if we sure. can't answer it now, maybe we can brainstorm it as we go throughout the week. Is differentiation old school when it compared to personalized learning? I see differentiation as group and students versus teaching to the individualized student. Could this be wrong? You know, it's interesting, Jeff. I think that these concepts are connected, but mm -hmm. I don't think that it's as a clear connection that Lori might be alluding to this morning. But I, I'm excited to hear people's thoughts. I think differentiation became something that people were discussing because we used to have classrooms that were built in more of a factory model where we mm -hmm. were kind of like sharing information to the masses. <clears throat> the expectation is that all students could learn the same way. Then differentiation came into play when we learned that students don't learn in the same way. And we do need to provide some infrastructure in our classrooms to adapt for different students' learning needs that they had in the classroom. From there, I think it's continued to evolve. Now we talk about personalized learning, mastery learning concepts that do add more of that one-on-one -on -one learning opportunities into play. I will say though, differentiation very much exists in a mastery learning classroom. Differentiation very much exists in a progressive classroom. It just means again, that we're looking at our students' individual needs. So I think there's so much similarity here, but I don't think that it's a black and white concept. Yeah, I think I think different, different uh, differentiation is can take on so many different forms because you could be differentiated in the the modality that you're teaching to, the environment that you have, um, all that. Where UDL is a framework that allows you to set up the environment to, to be, uh, sort of looking for, to set up proper different differentiation. I think when I think of uh, um, personalized learning, I think it combines all of that. It's combining. That's the the sort of whole kit and caboodle of personalized and individualized differentiated learning where. It's now personalized to each individual student because you set up all these pieces. You set up the environment. You set up the, the the different options on how they like you talked about earlier. Like, am I getting the book read to me? Am I reading it? Am I watching a video? And it's all set up to be personalized for the student. And the students are, I think, involved in that process, whether actually providing feedback or you're just listening to them. Whatever it is, I think personalized brings them all in together. That's how it becomes personalized is by going through the other pieces. 
Yeah, and just to add a layer to this, Jeff, we do talk about that there's a difference between mastery learning and personalized learning. And mm -hmm. the biggest difference that we like to highlight is mastery learning is going to ensure that students actually learned something at the end of the experience. So you can go through all these different learning opportunities and personalize it for the students. Mastery learning is then that last piece. I like to think of it like the bow on top to say, okay, but did they actually get reach the end goal that you were looking for. So when you incorporated voice and choice, when you incorporated different opportunities of learning in the end, did they meet the expectation that you had sought out for them? So there's this, I like, you know, it's kind of like a deli sandwich. You put all these pieces on top of each other and you get a really, really good bite out of it. So I'm a fan. This is going to be a continued conversation we're going to have all week. Love it. Should be cool. Jeff, we have a crazy Monday ahead of us, and I'm hoping mm. that I get a text message about what is going on in my life on the 16th. So <laughs> are you ready to have the best Monday ever? I'm ready to have a killer Monday, as Ray put it this morning. Excited. I hope I hope, I hope, hope everyone has a good Monday, and, and you're going to be okay. I know this week is going to be crazy. I'm just waiting for the conversations I'm going to have this week. I don't so, want them to have a good Monday. I want them to have a great Monday. I, I apologize. I don't want you to have a good Monday. I want you to have a great Monday. A fantastic Monday. A phenomenal Monday. An unbelievable Monday. The I best. can't think of any other words, Monday. The I hope best. this is the best Monday of 2021. Ooh, that's... I was going to say high bar, but it might not be that high of a bar, honestly. But... Hey, Jeff, I think you're going to be one of the first people I talk to in the new year because we'll be live on the 3rd, and that's our first daily drop-in after the new year. So we're we should change that because i don't want if, our show if, if we don't if we don't speak before the first time or before the third i'm gonna be upset like we no, should no. probably speak before then i just meant like oh 2022 like this is a new year coming in five weeks is that the first daily drop-in of the year is the third it's the third because the new year is on a saturday mm. oh wow that's gonna be fun so i'll have bad hues to to kick off the end of 2021 yeah to wrap up 2020 yeah too bad. Maybe I should try and book somebody else like Allison Epstein. Yeah, I don't know if you want me setting the tone. <laughs> All right, friends. We hope you have a great Monday. We care about you. Please let us know if you need anything, yeah. whether it be just support as you, you know, have a killer Monday or uh, anything. If you're having severe weather, please let us know if we can help in any way. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. If you are part of our Edupreneur Mastermind, don't forget that that is this afternoon you'll be meeting. And then we will see you back here bright and early for daily drop-in because I don't think I have a meeting. And so I think we'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Bye friends.